1: use our promo code believe50 that's b l e a v 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts believe in the Arizona Cardinals it is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show where we talk about of course the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area we are now doing that that two days a week so on Mondays and Thursdays we bring it to you so what we bring to you today is our reaction yeah, our real time reaction uh, from the from the Arizona Cardinals football game, and then uh, so then we're going to talk about on Thursdays that uh, the, looking ahead to the next opponent. So I am one of your co-hosts. I'm Javon J Love Adams, and with me, as always, is the one and only Ed Easy Smith. Not only did he play professional baseball, but he also played in the National Football League. Hello, Mister Smith. You know what this is like, bro.
0: This is like you know this is instant reaction. Like when you were, uh, you had a best friend, just broke up with his girlfriend, right? And he comes yep. right over to your house after the breakup. This is raw. This is 30 minutes <laughs> after the ball game. So this is straight up raw. This is, you going to get us
1: exactly how you get us right here. <laughs> yes, sir. That's exactly what we like. And so, Okay, so the Cardinals are starting off zero and one. So we're going to break all that down. There are a couple things that uh, we kind of freeform this, but we're definitely going to touch on the the, the high level things that we saw. A lot of this, Ed and I both picked the Arizona Cardinals to lose in this uh, in Week One. But I think what is most interesting is what that final score was. So if we look at it, the Kansas city chiefs, they, they put it down on them 44 to 21 and it wasn't close at all. I think in the first half, uh, I I wrote a note down the first half, they had uh, the, the Kansas city punt it one time in the first half. And that was right towards the end of the second quarter. I heard a stat before we jumped on that. This is the sixth straight home game loss. For the Arizona Cardinals, Uh, if we just kind of take a look at some of the stats here, uh, let's see it. I mean, it it, it was just bad. I mean, one of the things that you said, kind of behind the behind the curtain, so to speak, was this. You said crisp. And you mentioned that not only last week on Thursday, but you also talked about uh, you also talked about that on, on our radio show in terms of how you expected Kansas City to be. So just your thoughts on this game and what impressed you. Did you see that, you know, the crisp versus what did you see on the other side of things from the Arizona Cardinals?
0: Well, you know, first off, Jay, the final score 44-21, it wasn't that close. Don't fool yourself. I mean, the the Chiefs came out. I think they scored four touchdowns or at least three on their first three and might have been four out of their first four possessions. Uh, This was not a close game at all. We got a lot of garbage points late and even padding stats late. So this wasn't one of those games where, you know, they were up, it was even, and all of a sudden they took off late. No, this was – we got – they came in our house and drug us out by the back of our neck in the middle of the front yard and beat our behinds in front of all our neighbors. That's basically what they did. And this was an instance, you and I have been talking about it from day one of the offseason that seems like it spilled into the preseason, like the the distraction, the laissez-faire attitude toward who we're going to play, who we're not going to play, who we're going to pattern ourselves after, you know, not have our own identity, go out, get some work on the offseason. Hey, you know, we just go out there and do what we do. And that's exactly what we did. We went out there and laid an <laughs> egg while the Kansas City Chiefs came in here, bruh, and they looked crisp. Use the word. I used it earlier. They looked crisp and clean. They had all their gadget plays polished up. They had their straightforward running plays, their passing plays. Yes. Uh, Mahomes looked like he had timing. He Now, get this, Jay. He's got a whole new cast of wide receivers yet they looked like they were all on the same page. Kelsey looked like, you know, like I said, we, he, we might as well stamp his uh, uh, induction into Hall of Fame just based on this one game alone, as well as, you know, what they did with, like I said, guys, uh, Van Scandling and Juju. I mean, they looked like a well fine instrument, uh, and we looked lethargic. We looked out of sync. Our running game never got started. It was a James Conner had 10 rushers for 26 yards. Uh, you know, we topped it at topped the 100 yard mark. 103 is a total for a team, and that's right. 29 from your quarterback. So uh, basically, a third plus came from your quarterback. You know, this is the thing. These are the things that we talked about even on the Saturday show. You know, you can't come out here and you can't. You just pretend to run, run the ball, especially when you saw what Kansas City was doing. Ball control, I said, was an issue. Uh, we had to come out and keep the ball from them. We come out three and out after, you know, our first – after they score a touchdown, we don't do anything with the ball. They get it. We were down 14 nothing before you could blink an eye. And in my yeah. opinion, what does this team look like, Jay? It looks like a team that's playing its first preseason game, right? Not its first regular season game. And – Why is that, Jay? Because we didn't put anybody to the test during preseason. And let's speak on this, too. Our our injury report, Mr. J.J. Watt, call Mr. J.J. Watt, where you at? I mean, once again, we're going to start the season when this dude is, like last year, what he gave us, eight out of nine, something like that. So we're starting off in the minus already with Mr. Watt, a calf injury. You know, he's had COVID, you know, this, that, and the other. You know, we lost Rondell Moore. And all while, Jay, we're getting ready. This is now no longer play time. This is regular season. Now it's no time to, well, we can figure it out because we got some time before the regular season starts. No, now you're scrambling, trying to figure out everything. Now you got to go on the road. We'll talk about that later in the week. But now you got to go on the road and play. There's all this stuff that we just have not done to get this team prepared. And here we are after this monumental beatdown. Now we have to take this one. And it's almost like, just like, man, I'm telling you, you're talking about demoralizing. And the reason I call it demoralizing, Jay, this team seemed like it had all the confidence in the world. Like, hey, we know what we're doing. We got this. So all that confidence, all that, you know, bravado over the offseason, hey, we don't have to practice. We don't have to work hard. We don't have to play in the preseason. We're getting ready to go. And now you're talking about some dudes that are going to be looking at film tomorrow. And there's going to be some. There, here's my thing coaching staff, you know, you know that saying when you point a finger, there's three pointing back at you. Yes, sir. You all need to look at yourselves as well because you're the ones who orchestrated this, Mr. Cliff Kingsbury and, and staff. Now you either pull the reins in and say, we now have to work a whole lot harder, or hey, no, there was just one game. We'll be okay. We'll go on the same, you know, we're going to get this right. You're going to look up, Jay, and this team is going to be. The, the only good thing you can say is, man, the rest of our division, we took it on a 10-2. So, you know, hey, that minus Seattle, because they still have to play to, to, tomorrow tomorrow night. But right now, everybody's tied for first. I mean, I guess that's the only uh, consolation
1: prize you can take away from this. So along those lines, one of the, some a couple things that stood out to me, and you let me know just kind of almost a reaction type of thing to this, broke down the note, no pass rush. There was no pass rush. It, it was. It, I mean, it, I understand that trying to blitz, and we saw this because they started to they started to bring uh, they started to bring the cornerbacks and do some like cornerback blitzes and things like that to try to put some pressure on. But what would happen was there were. I mean, you would see Mahomes just take and dunk. He would he would find the receiver. He would find the open person. So no pass rush is one thing. There were. I saw a couple of. I saw one play where. Well, let's start there. So no pass rush. Did did you observe that the same thing? They knew exactly what we knew, Jay. If we blitz them
0: all out from the beginning, they're going to tear us apart because, as you saw, our secondary is is in tatters right now. So their game plan was let's see what we can do to start with just getting some push up front and then kind of go from there. Then they realized, man, we got to start putting some pressure on them. And then they did it, and you saw those route combinations by the, the, the Chiefs. And it's really interesting. When you take a look at some of the things, that they, how they combined at the levels, they got mm-hmm. somebody clearing out here, somebody coming behind it, something underneath it, and sometimes going in an opposite direction. And that just, man, they ate us alive. By the end of it, I can see Vance over there sitting there just, like, throwing his papers up in the air like, I have no idea what to do. Because that's exactly what it looked like. If you sit back, you know, Mahomes is going to eat you apart. And they even threw a couple of their little trick gadget plays in there with the shovel at the at the goal line and stuff like that. Yeah. Then you figure, okay, we got to start sending some people at him. And one, he either reads the blitz, goes hot, or they pick it up, which gives him just another split second to look down the field and find a Kelsey over the top or running free in the middle of the field or Marcus Valdez scanning or you know Juju they hit us with everything you had man and it was one of those things where you look at this game jay and you can honestly say and I'll say this straight up okay. the better prepared mm. the better coached mm. the better uh finally tuned you whatever adjective you want to throw out there won the game today and as i mentioned it was not here's the thing this is something very telling anytime you can say in an nfl game because you got to remember so you go get the best recruits and you know you just you're in alabama and you know whoever's playing alabama you know cross your fingers and toes you know because they just outman you in the nfl right. everybody's got the same salary cap you got the same opportunities to go out there and sign free agents etc etc in this instance we got embarrassed straight up they were that much better than us on every side of the ball from first snap to to last snap. That's embarrassing. When you get embarrassed like that as an NFL team, that's a tough one to swallow because like I said, everybody's getting paid and this is, this is one of those ones that's like, well, man, how do we even, you know, how
1: we explain this? You can't. (laughs) Right. So along those lines, you mentioned in terms of the the first, for a lot of these teams, the first four weeks are going to be treated almost like preseason, right? Because for those teams where they did, where they held out so many of their players, too many mental errors, too many penalties. I mean, we saw some of those things that happened as well. Uh, your your thoughts on that?
0: Once again, that's
1: one of those things we talked about. On the show, on this podcast,
0: we've been mentioning this is going to be your first real action. So our offensive line, you're, you're going to have your holding penalties. You're going to have your teaser p- penalties. You're going to have all kind of different things that happen just because this is your first taste of live action. And I right. saw what I saw from this team. Here's the, here's the interesting thing, though, Jay. It also comes down to because there are other teams that did not play any of their players during preseason. Right, right. Yet you look around the league, and some of these other teams looked even if they didn't play one person. I was just looking at your Raiders. They did not look that bad today. They played against the Chargers team, and I think I I said on Saturday, this was just whoever loses this game, you got no shame because this is division foes. Both teams, you know, showed well. You know, it looked professional. In our instance, I don't know what we've been doing since OTAs and everything like that because we obviously – we didn't put the work in as far as our preseason schedule. Practice-wise, I don't know what we were doing. We must have been – out there hitting dudes with baseball bats and putting bananas on the field because every time you turn around, there's a pulled hamstring and calf and, you know, this and that and the other toes. How many toes we got on here? <laughs> so it's like I don't know what we've been doing leading up to this. It obviously wasn't the right method because, like I said, even though other teams didn't might have handled their offseason or at least their preseason similarly, we looked really bad on all fronts, whether it be performance on the field, as you mentioned, uh, you know pers- penalties,
1: different things like that, it just looked like a straight up mess. So, a couple things. So, the first downs. If we look at some of the, a couple of the stats here, the the Kansas City Chiefs had 33 first downs, and the Arizona Cardinals had 18. Uh, passing first downs twenty two to twelve, uh, rushing first down seven to six. One of the things that was it, it, they on the broadcast they pointed this out that Kansas City was running quite a few of those three tight end sets. Yeah. So they were, they, and you. So you talked about this in terms of, here's what we have as a team. So we know that they are used to having those burners or a burner specifically with Hill at the wide receiver spot. But since he's not there, what do we do? We adjust. So we. So this is what we have. So we're going to take advantage of this new strength to try to give a different look. And that's, I think that's that's one of the things that. I saw Kyler. I want to say get under center once. So again, if I didn't one time, if I didn't get the the, the appropriate number, but after that, he didn't do it again. And I think it, you, it, it seemed a lot more of what we've seen the last. Few seasons in terms of just the same type of offense, no new wrinkles, so to speak. And I don't know if that's because the offensive line wasn't giving him enough time, because he he was there was even even my man Hudson was had a couple had a jailbreak or two on there where he was being used as a turnstile, and so it's it just seems that he wasn't given enough time, but also a couple of times when he got his ball batted down because he's not you know he's 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 not there.
0: He did not look comfortable in the pocket at all today. There were a couple times when he had a little time, he started stutter-stepping backwards instead of looking for an area to either step up in the pocket or just hit the release button and get outside. He was stuttering backwards a couple times. The one time he was under center, the timing was even off on that, because he almost pulled out prematurely. That's how – I mean, it was like I'm watching. I'm like, where's the procedure? Because he literally – Step almost step back a second too soon, yeah. and the play was all off kilter. Yeah. You know, uh, the other thing, Jay, man, you love this one because I was keeping my eye on everything. Yeah, Before our passing game was a whole lot of east and west, wasn't it? Yeah, sideline to sideline. When did we there was a couple a few times when he dropped back and he was looking downfield, downfield, and and gave it a heave, but other than a few times, the dinks over the middle of the field we sure did a lot of drop back and wide right and yeah. wide left, you yeah. know, and that you're not going to make up a whole bunch of yards, you know, going wide left and wide right. You got to rely on a lot of missed tackles and, you know, run after catch and stuff like that. I was so disappointed in everything we did, including getting under center one time for the game, yeah. uh, our, our routes, everything. I don't know whether it was by design what the Chiefs were taking away from us. But initially it was like, wow, there's a whole lot of, you know, floods and, and, and uh, you know, like outs, five-yard outs and stuff, or bubble screens. And then the other thing, bro, once again, we, we gave up on the run before we even started to run the ball. I yes. at one point thought Connor was going to have a big game. In the first series, it seemed like, okay, we're going to make a concerted effort to get him off. And then when you look at the end of the game and you see he only touched the ball – 10 times this is your yep. bell cow very few teams in this league jay have what i would call that bell cow dude that you can actually line him back there and yeah. give him the ball 25 you know 20 25 times in a push you know you might even get to 30 man we got one of those dudes that if you actually tried to run him, we could actually be successful doing it and at the end of the game he got 10 touches bro that's yeah. just not going to do it 10 so for, everything 10 for 26 10 yards. for 26 yards and you know I, I just i don't know whether it's back to the drawing board or it's same what second verse same as the first we're just going to you know do this like we've always done
1: it it's yeah. really disappointing though man if we look so let's take a look at that you mentioned in terms of the what how the offense looked it not especially if we if we what we've been told is that cliff is a, is a great offensive mind so the it, perfect game for the compare and contrast because what we saw again from andy reed i mean we saw a lot of stuff to so in case they bring pressure we already got we've already anticipated there's an option for that there's an option for this there were a couple times where i saw that kyler missed wide open there was a, i mean he just didn't see yeah whatever i no joke to be inserted he, he just didn't see think. the wide open man and that's in that those are things that are that are definitely concerning. But here's the interesting thing to me: when you look at the number of targets, Dorch seven re- receptions, sixty-three yards, so great for that young man for real. Was targeted nine times. You had uh, Hollywood Brown targeted six. Eno Benjamin, of course, this is at the end of the game, so you have to keep this in mind. Targeted four four times. But Eddie Isabella only targeted three. AJ Green four. Ertz was targeted four times, and he didn't really get into the game. Getting to in terms of being targeted until when the game was already out of hand. Yeah. If you have all of these offensive weapons, I mean, I know that we're missing the biggest offensive weapon in terms of that who's suspended for the first six games, but it don't aren't you shouldn't you be using them in a lot of unique and 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 forward
0: thinking ways? First off, I'm going to take all of the excuses, everybody, because you know we're going to get them this week, Jay, because of. You know, well, the reason they look bad is because, you know, X, Y, and Z. No, there are no excuses. Not not when you're talking about, uh, you know, we already knew Hopkins wasn't going to be playing. And, you know, Ronda Moore, okay, injury late. But if he's the huge focus, he was our secret weapon, and that's what caused this whole mishap to happen, then, man, you got some explaining to do. When you have, like you said, some of the target shares and stuff like that, You're you're talking about Zach Ertz, who in most instances, because he's not too far removed from his prime, this dude could still be a Pro Bowl-type tight end if you even include a portion of him in the game plan. I I don't think that the Chiefs came into this game saying, you know what we got to do? We got to take Zach Ertz out of this game totally. No, they didn't say that. It just yeah. happened because we never went to him. And we also <laughs> oh. we also never went. We didn't use Connor, we didn't use whatever you know we had, but like I said, no excuses. This was just a bad game plan and then bad execution and then also Jay, I will say bad some some there are certain things you shouldn't have to get excited for. True. The birth of your first child. Maybe by six or seven, you're like, man, I've been there, done that before. You know, hey, baby, you done yet? You know, that type of thing. But the first game of the season, bro, this is when everybody, you should almost see, like, they should be able to, you know, they do those emojis and stuff. Everybody should be walking out with their hair on fire. Like, man, I cannot wait. We at home against the Chiefs, you know, we, man, bro, it looked like, it looked like a preseason game. Ooh, it looked like everybody was just out there to be out there. It didn't look like anybody was what I would call over prepared or uber excited to play this game. I will tell you who was though the Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs came here with a game came here with a game plan with backup uh, to their. If A doesn't work, we got B, C, and D if necessary. They never even had to go that far into their bag though. It was like, hey, this stick seems to be working. Let's just keep beating them over the damn head with this damn stick. Hey, we don't need anything else. Hey, (laughs) 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 wow. It just seemed like it was working. So they just stuck with it. They threw a couple wrinkles in there. They're like, wait a minute. Give me the pipe instead of the stick. I used that too. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, but I just, like I said, I just saw a whole lot of, oh, man. And it doesn't get any easier, Jay. I mean, this is game one. And the great thing about the N- N- NFL, it's not like college where we just took a beat down. We might fall from seventh in the rankings to 23rd or something. It's not like that. Now we're all 0-1 within our division. We, 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 we regroup. But the, the sad part is our competition isn't going to get any easier coming up here over the next couple of weeks. And I'm, I don't want to look too far ahead, but this is one of those soul-searching games. I know you don't like to have those too early in the season because this is only game one, but if I'm the coaching staff, when we come in, I don't have a – like, first off, there's not a whole lot of great plays to show, but I'm definitely going to pull those bad ones up, and that includes the penalties and this and that. And I'm also going to call my coaching staff out as well. If I'm Kingsbury, I'm like, look, we worked on this, this, and this. How come this player is not doing this, this, and this? If you're not, if you're the head coach, you're not just hey, well, you know we had a bad day. Off no, you're in charge of everything from special teams to the you know the water boys on the field. Everybody's accountable, and if he's not turning this camera on every one of them and making it now, it's urgent. I mean, okay, we didn't know what we were going to get out this box, but you know, okay, off season's over. Let's hey, if it's not urgent moving forward from here, bro, it's going to be a long season.
1: So, couple things one, so as we get ready to shut this down as we wind it down, a couple things one, I know when I mentioned this, you you gonna chuckle and laugh at the, <laughs> the second thing, but the first thing was I heard a comment uh, from the radio because I, I tuned into the radio for the for the last quarter just to kind of hear the vibe was going on and disjointed is what Ron Wolfley said about the the Cardinals just as a team. disjointed that it, that seems to sum it up. I thought that was an appropriate way of describing it your your thoughts.
0: I I couldn't have said it any better. I mean, they, like I said, they they definitely did not look like a what I would call a well-oiled machine or a machine that's actually been running uh, all for quite a while. We all know we've had uh, Jay, my motorcycle. Sometimes it sits in my garage for months at a time, and so I try, always try to tell myself at least once a month, go out there and start it just to get it going. But, bruh, in the summer, when it's 115, 120 degrees, I'm not thinking about that motorcycle. So it sits there. And then I'll look up, and it's been four months since I even started it. When I go out there and crank it, Jay, what do you think it sounds like? (laughs) And that's not even. (laughs) (laughs) So you know what I got to do? I got to go out there and get the charger, man, to get that battery so I can even get that thing started. That's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to get some type of charge. And I don't know, maybe it's showing these guys what they actually look like. Uh, or sometimes you got to jump in dude's pants, man. Meaning, okay, you know what? We've been taking the lightweight this, to this point, and sometimes we all know as a as a parent, yeah. as a boss, yeah. at a company, uh, as a head coach to NFL team. Sometimes you got to start flipping tables over, and yeah. maybe using different languages that you don't normally don't use to right. get your point across. Now, is Cliff that dude? I don't know. Here's the thing. If he's not that dude and he can't get these guys motivated, then maybe there's somebody else out there that might be able to do a better job. Cliff, in my opinion, even though he signed that extension, we've been hearing all of our callers into the radio show. Well, you know, after this year, maybe they just gave that man an extension through 2027. Mm -hmm. That locks him in for at least a couple years or so, which I don't know whether he feels comfortable or he should still feel a little nervous, but at the same time, you have to take everything into account. You know, ownership doesn't like to give away money, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for no reason at all. So maybe sure. he does, doesn't does have that fire under his seat. But I tell you what, if, if it's that bad, if it gets that bad, they might say money be doggone. Sure. And, you know, then they start, you know, like I said, putting a little fire under that seat. But there's, there, it's going to have to – and here's the thing, Jay, and I'll set up after this. Sure. We have so many holes – that we still have to feel, Phil, cornerback. Yeah. We're still we're gonna get roasted. We're playing the Raiders next week. You see what Devontae Adams did out there today? Yes, sir. We're gonna play the Rams in a couple weeks. And then you look at the lack of pressure that we put on anybody, yeah. no edge, no no nothing, no pressure. Um, do we still have to address those issues? So this is all going to have to be done on the fly. down. this isn't April and May when you know what you got to do. We can fill in free agency. We still got the draft coming up. You know now, now man, it's like it's like sifting through uh, rubbish every week to find to see if there's something out there right. that might work. Otherwise, we're going to be addressing this all the way through the season, and it's only going to get worse, man. Like I said it's, it's
1: this isn't an NFL season. It isn't where you. Fix things on the fly. It's going to be tough. Speaking of fixing things on the fly, that's why I think I saved the best for last. Did you see Isaiah Simmons? Yeah. He, he looked to be, as. If, and you mentioned this because you, you would say, Jay, did I miss something? Did that he mastered the position that they <laughs> gave him last year, and now they're giving him more? It, it, it seemed as if sometimes it was swimming a little bit because of because of where they were putting up they were lining him up everywhere. It's not everywhere. He, didn't, he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't necessarily good either. And so if you are calling the defensive plays, that's added responsibility on top of being moved everywhere. So I wanted your take on that.
0: You and I talked about this a few weeks ago, man. I asked you whether would you rather have him be the jack of all trades and master of none or fix this man in a spot Get him to where he is, like the boom Bostic doing whatever he's doing. Then we can start using him like a chess piece and moving him around. I think it's a mistake to, well, you know, he's the jack of all trades, but man, he. And then on top of that, you throw the call play calling duties on him as well. And one play, he's lined up at middle linebacker, and I remember them saying on the broadcast, "Oh, he's lined up at safety now." It's like let this man, I mean, let him do one job, right. and you know. It's it's to me it's it's just once again it's it makes no sense you you got these pieces and you know Collins I, they they both look like they were just a step slow and I watched a couple plays where the play was actually happening and it went by them and it was like oh and they like they were like trailing the play yeah. and things were just happening too fast for both of them out there yeah. especially you know let's say you had all this on Simmons' plate and I just think it's a bad move to try to put him all over the place rather than, like I said, center him somewhere. And He can still call the plays if you yeah. put him at middle linebacker or outside or whatever you want to do, and then you let him mature into those extra responsibilities. Right. And, yeah, that's a great call on yours. I mean, he was
1: just all over the place today. Indeed. So so again, we do this two times a week. So Mondays and Thursdays, and when you hear this, this is our this is our right after the game reaction. So that's how we do it. And we'll break it down. Hopefully you enjoyed it. So tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here at Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. And depending on how you're listening and just so you're listening, you can obviously go to believe.com. You can also go find wherever you find your podcast, however you came across this, but also we're on the Sirius XM app as well. And uh, as we always like to say, all this time, of course, we're presented by Bet Online, but as we always like to say, you can.
0: Till next week, be easy after. Actually, no, not till next week, till later this week. Be easy after. Yeah. See you in a little bit. See you in a couple
1: days. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.